Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Awesome. Today we're continuing our series called Legacy, as my beautiful wife just explained. And it's a series leading up to our legacy offering next Sunday. And if you're here today and you're wondering, what is the legacy offering? It is a once a year offering where we give above and beyond our regular tithes and offerings. And so today, if you are here and you're a visitor, you're here maybe for the first time, I just want to assure you that at Elevation Church, we're not talking about Monday every Sunday. Uh, Monday? Money. Money. (laughs) We're not talking about money every Sunday. Uh, And so you just happen to be here the three weeks of the year, last week, this week and next week, where we speak about giving. We speak about leaving a legacy and those types of things. But I want to encourage you, if you're here today and you think, oh, I knew it, that's all that they want, or is this all that Elevation is about, can I encourage you to be here for the other 49 weeks of the year where we don't talk about that, where we talk about Jesus, we talk about God doing something in your life, we talk about all those things that Jesus has done in our lives. And so I encourage you to do that and be a part of that. Uh, You know, last week I shared about how legacy is about passing on things of lasting value to those who will follow after us. And that's what it's about. That's what legacy is about. And so what's the greatest legacy that we can pass on of lasting value to the people around us, to the person next to you? What's the greatest thing that I can pass on to someone else? And I would say that as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, I think we should look to the Bible. See what it says. Hey, is that, is that a good way to live our lives? See what the Holy Spirit says. In the psalmist, in Psalms 145 verse 4, he says this, One generation shall, com- shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. It's saying that the generation shall tell the one that comes after it about the mighty acts of God. What he's done, the Holy Spirit and Jesus And the psalmist, that's what he's saying. He's come to the realization that of all the things that he could pass on to the people that follow him, he realized that it's about God. And so that's what our legacy is about at Elevation Church. It's about believing that we as a people, that we as a church could pass something on of lasting value to those that might come after us and might follow us. And so last week, I talked about the three areas that we are giving towards this week, uh, this year. I just want to reiterate them again. Perhaps you weren't here. Perhaps you missed that service. Uh, the first one is, one, our heart, church planting. The heart of Elevation Church is about multiplying healthy local churches. We need God's church in communities all over Melbourne and Victoria and Australia. And so this year... We are partnering with another one of our INC churches, a new church plant in the Dandenongs. And so we are going to be sowing into that ministry for church planting. Number two is our home. Say it with me, home. Home. And so this is about our building fit out. And how good is it to be here in this place? If you're new with us, we're already you know, in here for about five months or so. And so we've still got some areas that we want to complete. And so we want to put some acoustic panels in the foyer. We want to do some upgrades to our kids and parents' rooms. We also need to upgrade some of our fire safety equipment. And we want to purchase some video gear 
so we can start live streaming. And we also want to uh, cover some of the expenses of leasing this building. And can I just take a minute to pause there and just encourage us, not just in our legacy offering, but also in our regular tithes. And if you're part of this church family, I just want to encourage you, be led as the Holy Spirit leads you in your tithing. And maybe you're saying, well, I don't think he's telling me to tithe anything. I'm not sure that's the Holy Spirit. It's 10%, 3%, 20%. Just ask God, hey, God, I know that you said in your Bible there's all these commands and instructions for us. I want to be obedient in all areas. And so ask him, Holy Spirit, would you lead me in my regular tithing. So that's our home. That's our legacy. And then thirdly and finally is all about hand. And it's a local not-for-profit. It's Red Frogs and it's global care. You know, we need to look outside the four walls to the world that God has put us in, to the people who are around us who are in need. And so we're going to partner with a local uh, organization with Red Frogs and global care to be a hand to the world that desperately needs people to help them, and that's our legacy. Can I just encourage you to continue to seek God this week, pray to Him, see how He might lead you to be part of this legacy offering next Sunday. I believe that we're going to see God do amazing things as we go above and beyond, as we see Him do something in our lives and in the community that He has placed us in today. Let's pray. God, we just thank you this morning that we get the opportunity to come here and to meet with you. God, not just on a Sunday, but every day of the week. And I just pray, God, that as we are being led by your Holy Spirit, that we would open up our hearts to hear what it is that you were trying to say to us in this season. So God, I just pray that the words that I speak today would bring revelation to someone's life, release, breakthrough, freedom, in your mighty name, Jesus. And everyone said... Amen. Hey, today is Pentecost Sunday. If you don't know what that is, it's, it's seven Sundays after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Seven Sundays after the, the death of Jesus on the cross. And we remember it as a time where the Holy Spirit came upon the early church. We remember it as a time where the disciples were in the upper room and the Holy Spirit came. And the church was birthed at Pentecost. Pentecost stands for five, and so it's 50 days after God came again, and so Jesus sent his Holy Spirit, and it's the birthday of the church. Come on, why don't we give the church a clap this morning? It's our birthday. You can read about Pentecost in the first couple of chapters of Acts. It talks about the, the early church's planting and what happened there, and you can go back to our podcast and listen to a series we did recently called What Next, where we talked about what was next after Jesus died and the Holy Spirit coming. And uh, that's great. But did you know, and you may not realize this, but the early disciples left a legacy that we are still living in today. They left a legacy of the church and a legacy of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's something to be excited about. And we have so much to be thankful to those early men and women, those apostles, those disciples who chose to follow Jesus. And the church is the fruit of their suffering, their sacrifice, their passion, their obedience to God. And likewise, today, we have something to be thankful for in the people who have gone before us. 
men and women who have loved God, who have loved Jesus and have said, you know what, God, I want you to use me to reach the world around me. Men and women who love God and left legacy as their legacy souls for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And you're here today because a parent, a friend, a work colleague, a grandparent, a stranger said to you, hey, I want to tell you about Jesus Christ, they've left a legacy in your life, a lasting legacy, the difference of knowing Jesus Christ. And I think if anyone is excited here today about Jesus, we should give him some praise right now. God, you're so good to send your son for us. Last week, I asked the question of all of us, have you ever stopped to think about what lasting impression you are leaving on the world around you? And I stated as a question that I ask of myself quite often, and I'm sure at times in your life, depending on what you're going through, you've asked that question too. And I believe it's a good question to ask, but I think it's also a question we need to carefully ask and carefully answer. Think about how we respond to it. And so there's some further questions that could perhaps shape and frame the response that we give to that question. And the question is like this. Is the lasting impact you're leaving the right impact? Like, is it an impact for good or is it an impact for bad? Uh, and another question like this, is it in the really important areas of life? Are you leaving a legacy in those areas of life that really matter? See, you can live your life with a cry of, I want to leave a mark on the world. And I pray today, if that's you, that is awesome. That is so good. That's why Jesus has put us here. But just make sure it's the right mark in the right areas of life. Just make sure it's those things. See, the history books are full of people who have left a mark on this world. But many of them, you could not say it was a good mark. And many of them, you could not say it was actually in matters of life that really, really matter. So the question today is, how are we leaving a legacy? I mean, you only have to look at today's world and uh, the celebrities and, and, and inf social influences and the entrepreneurs. Do you like that one? That's an entrepreneur, but you're on Instagram. Entrepreneur. If that's you today, that's awesome. I'm not having a go, but you just have to look at what the world holds up as leaving a mark in the world and you realize something's wrong, there's a disconnect between what we value of being worthy of leaving a legacy. Is it a legacy for good? Is it a legacy in the areas of life that matters? And I believe as followers of Jesus Christ, let's make sure our legacy, our focus is on what God would have us do and in the areas that God would have us to leave a legacy. You know, if we dare to delve deeper into this thought, into this question of legacy and those types of things, we have to think about what's the driver behind wanting to leave a legacy? What's the motivation behind me wanting to leave a mark on the world, wanting to leave an impact on the world? You know, what is, what is really the heart of legacy? What is at the heart, at the core of believing a legacy? Is it really about leaving a mark or is it about something else? And, you know, as I read the scriptures, as I look to the life of Jesus, as I think about those things, I believe that faithfulness is the heart of legacy. 
See, at the heart of legacy is the idea that we're faithful with what God has given us. And so often we think of faithfulness maybe as, in, in financial terms around financial stewardship. And yes, it's that, what God has given us. But it's also something else. It's being faithful stewards of something much more valuable. And that's the people in our lives. Legacy is not just something left for someone. It is something left in someone. See, when faithfulness becomes our core, our possessions come secondary to what God has placed in our lives. And we have higher priorities of loving God and loving people. Loving God and loving people. And viewing legacy through this lens keeps us centered and focused on what God sees as a legacy, lasting mindset and life. So I think that if we could combine these two areas together, if we could combine a good legacy in the right areas of life and combine it with the thought of faithfulness to what God has given us, being good stewards of the relationships and people around our lives, we can really start to shape a life that is going to leave a lasting legacy. Turn to someone and say, this is good this morning. You know, there's many ways we can go about that, and I could share so many different things. But today, I want to just drill down, focus on three areas today that I believe we can focus on to have the greatest impact in the world around us. If you're taking notes, write these down. The first one that we can leave a legacy on to focus on is one, our family. Say it with me, our family. You know, the greatest place that we will have influence most likely in every one of our lives is our home. Our family. That's probably the greatest fear of influence that we'll have. And Deuteronomy 6 verse 5 says this, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. To love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your might. That's the command that God gives to this nation of Israel. And it's still the command that Jesus gives us today when he talks about uh, the greatest thing. The greatest thing is to love the Lord your God with all your heart. And see, you're not just doing it for yourself, although that is amazing. You shouldn't need to do it for yourself. You're also doing it for your family that is around you. See, you're setting an example for others to follow. You're creating a legacy. And God instructs us as parents today to leave, to teach our children in His way too. And as parents, there's so many things that we can leave for our children. But I believe fully and wholeheartedly, the greatest thing that we can leave for our children is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And you know, perhaps we, and we can live that life and live that example for our kids. And then they have to make the decision whether they will or won't follow Jesus. But the example we live can be there regardless of whether they decide to or not. A godly example to our family. And maybe you're here today. And, and let me just address a little bit of an elephant in the room that can sometimes occur in churches when we talk about family. Maybe you're here today and you're single. Uh, you don't have any children, or maybe today you're here and you're, you're married or you have a partner, but you don't have children. And sometimes in the church, when we hear the word family, 
we think is just for, you know, parents and kids. And we might say something to ourselves like, this doesn't apply to me because I don't have any kids or uh, I'm not married or I'm single or I'm only a teenager and way, 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 way too young to have kids. Let me reinforce that. Way, way, for my daughter, way, way, you know, too young to have kids because I'm just a teenager. Just realize this. It 100% applies to you as well. It's not just for parents today. This applies to you as well. See, family isn't just who your parents are. The home that you were born into, the place, the people that you live with. Family is anyone you are close to, anyone that you share your life with, anyone that you care for, anyone that you love deeply and dearly. See, God has called us to be faithful with the people he has put us in the position to serve and bless. And when he talks about teaching diligently his ways, when he says these words, you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by your way and when you lie down and when you rise, that's something all of us can grab a hold of. That's not something exclusive to families, you know, people with parents and children. That's something all of us can grab a hold of. When you're in your home, when you're in your workplace, when you're with people that you know, when you're with those people, you can tell them about God. It's something to grab a hold of. It doesn't matter if you're a parent or if you've got no children. It doesn't matter if you're married or you're single. It doesn't matter if you're old or if you're young. It is something every one of us can do to be faithful to tell those who are closest to us today. We can leave a legacy in our family. The second area we can focus on to leave a legacy is number two, our church. Say it with me, our church. Turn to the person next to you and say, our church. Church is not just the name of the organization or the pastors leading it or some worship band or anything like that. The church is the people in it. I'm going to keep reiterating this all the days of my life. The church is not a pastor or elevation church. It's you. You sitting in your seats. You listening to this podcast in the future. It is you. Come on, give yourself a clap today. It's you. It's those who serve. It's those who give. It's those who worship. It's those who attend. It's those who call it their home. No church is greater than the people in it. And I think we've got a great church because we've got great people in it. So, you know, the church is the people. So how can I leave a legacy in our church? 1 Peter 4 verse 10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. The scripture tells us, how can we leave a legacy in our church? By serving others. By serving each other. Serving not only blesses those we serve, it also blesses us. Let me let you in on a secret. When you serve someone else, you're not only doing something in their life, God is doing something in your life. As you use your gifts and your abilities to serve others, God is doing something in you. See, using our gifts in church isn't just about filling a position doing a task, having a job, saying yes on planning center if you're a volunteer. It's not about those things. It's about leaving a legacy in someone's life for Jesus Christ. And every day that you come here, every Sunday you're here during the week as you serve our church and you use your abilities, you are serving God. You are serving each other. 
You are serving uh, us. You are serving our church. And maybe you can sing. Maybe you're, you're a great barista of coffee. Maybe you're here today and you love you know, you love uh, teaching children. Maybe you're here in this place and you can clean. Whatever it is, those skills or gifts or abilities that you have, you can use them in God's house to serve the church, to create an environment that inspires intimacy with Christ, relationship with others, and influence in our world. And today I want to say, if you think you have something to offer the church, let us know. If you're here today and you want to serve, please let us know. At the next step area outside this, uh, this auditorium, there is a serving card with a whole heap of different areas where you can serve. Tick one of those boxes, hand it to one of our hosts. If there's an area that you think you can serve on that's not written on there, write it down and tick it yourself and we'll see what we can do. We want you to get on board. But can I just say... It's not even about formal roles or volunteering or having a position or a task to do on a Sunday. It's about having a mindset that thinks of the legacy you're leaving in, in this church, that thinks of the legacy you're leaving in people's lives. Just walking through those doors and say, hey, you know what? Today, Jesus, maybe I'm not on anything, but I believe God. I'm going to see something amazing happen in this place today. I'm going to see lives changed. You're going to do healings and miracles and salvations. Having a legacy mindset, being here regularly, getting involved, leaning in, you're leaving a legacy. You're serving our church and there are people sitting in the chairs in this place today, not because they love the music or not because they enjoy the kids program or not because they think our cafe and our coffee is amazing or not even because of the preaching. Imagine that. There's people sitting in this place today because someone simply smiled at them and said hello and invited them and welcomed them into this place. See, you don't have to be, have a role to be on team. If you're sitting in a chair, you're part of the team of Elevation Church. All you need to do is smile and say hello to someone new. It's not hard. In uh, Philippians 4.9, uh, it says this, uh, the Apostle Paul, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Paul encourages the church at Philippi to imitate him. There's another passage of scripture where he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so we're imitating Christ and what we see in the Bible. And today there's godly men and women in this room and you need to pass on what you've learned, what you've heard, what you've seen. You need to pass those on to the people around you in this place. See, there's a wealth of godly wisdom here today. Men and women, whether they're young, whether they're old, they've seen God do things in their lives. They've let the Holy Spirit lead them. And those people you need to share with the other people sitting next to you today about what God has done. Uh, maybe, maybe there's someone else here right now and, and you, you need to stop looking at the stage and look to the person next to you. I say, hey, is, is this person someone who can speak into my life? See, it's not all about up here. It's about sideways as well. It's about the chairs and someone next to you has got an amazing thing that God has done in their life. And if you would spend time with them and let them speak into your life and open your heart to be here from them and receptive, maybe God wants to do something in your life through them and not the stage 
not some preach on a Sunday morning. See, the life that you've been through might leave a mighty legacy in someone else in this room. The, the person right next to you might leave an amazing legacy in your life today. Pass on what you know. Share your life experiences. Encourage one another. Be the church to each other. Be the church today. We can leave a legacy in our church and then the final area we can focus on to leave a legacy is our world. Number three, our world. Outside our family, outside our church, there's a whole world out there that needs, that is waiting for someone to leave an influence and a legacy on it. And you know, your friends, where you go to school, where you work, the places that you frequent, you know, that, that person that you see regularly at the coffee shop or the supermarket or the service station, the communities that you're part of, they are waiting for someone to leave a legacy in their world. And you know, your sphere of influence might only be within the 10-kilometer radius of your home. Or maybe you're here today and already or in your future, God is going to have a worldwide influence for your life but can I just say that there's a world out there that needs you, that is looking for someone. It's looking for Jesus ultimately, but they're going to find out about Jesus through you because of you. There's a world out there waiting for a lasting impact to be left. And there's a real simple way you can leave a gift of legacy in someone's life, and that's through encouragement. A real simple thought today, something you could take home and practice this week. That's the thought of encouragement, the power of a few encouraging words. Say to someone, I believe in you. I really believe in you. You know, tell someone, you're amazing. You, you tell someone else, you've got what it takes. Or, or I'm hoping for great things for your life. Encouragement. To encourage someone is such a, a great gift. And you know what? The thing about encouragement is it doesn't cost you anything. It's a free gift. You don't have to convince the other person to receive it. Everyone loves encouragement. Hey, I want to encourage you today. It's free. It's short. It doesn't need to be complicated. Encouragement. Someone once said this, people will forget what you said. People may forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. There's something about being encouraged in your life. It transforms something inside of you. And when you can back up that encouragement in the back of your mind with a prayer of God, hey, I'm believing great things for your life. And then you pray as you're saying that word, Holy Spirit, would you do something great and move in this person's life? Wow, what a transformation it can make for them. And you can impact your world in so many other ways that I don't have time to go through today. But looking at the world through the eyes of God, the greatest impact you can ever make is to tell someone about Jesus Christ. You can leave all the money behind. You can leave all types of teaching and words and books. You can shake up the, the financial world or whatever it is. But all that will go one day. All of that is transient. All that one day was swept away like the, you know, like the grass that is mown and it just goes. But one thing that will stay eternal is whether someone has a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's the greatest impact you can leave. Matthew 28, Jesus gives us the great commission. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. We're going to delve into this more next week and talk about that and expand on that. And so I'm just going to leave it there today. But you can leave, we can leave a legacy in our world. The keys could come today, that would be great. You know, today in this place, you're here and and maybe, maybe God's speaking to you through this message series and he's saying to you, hey, I, you need to start thinking about what impact are you leaving on the world around you? And you need to start thinking, is it a legacy for good? Is it a legacy in the important areas of life? Is it a legacy that is a faithful stewardship of what God has given me? You need to think about your family and your church and your world. And in those three areas, are you making a difference in the world that you live in? It doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to go out there and change the whole world. You just have to look in your sphere of influence and say, God, am I making a difference for good in the things that really matter? Am I being faithful to what you've given me, God? And Today, as I'm asking you that question, maybe in, in one of these areas or two of these areas or these areas, you're doing that. Maybe today in your family, you know, you're, you're, you're telling people that you love dearly. You're telling them about God. If you've got children, you're telling them about Jesus and you're bringing them up in that way. And that's amazing. That's great. Can I ask you to broaden your horizons? Can I ask you to think about your church? Can I ask you to think about your world? Can you perhaps think about the legacy that you want to leave in those areas? Perhaps today you're doing something amazing in the world, maybe, maybe you're doing something, you know, to help people, to lift them out of where they are, to do something amazing like that. Can I just encourage you? Hey, what about your family? What about your church? Are you making a difference in those areas today? I just want to encourage you to take some time this week to think about this, to ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, Speak into my life. God, what's the legacy of my life? What is it, Lord Jesus, that you're asking me to do, Lord God? A Lindsay Green in the book called The Well-Lived Life, Live Life with Purpose and Be Remembered. She says this, We are all leaving a legacy, whether we like it or not. Our legacy is a combination of the way we live our day, every day. Let me say that again. Our legacy is a combination of the way we live every day. And the impact it has on our friends, our family, our community, and the world, as well as how we prepare others for life after us. Legacy is also about today. It's also about today, church. Not just about the future down the track. It's about the change that you're making today. And I want us to think, imagine a world where we were thinking about legacy. Imagine a world where people were stopping to think about the change they can make today, the change they can make in the future. Our legacy was less about our own selfish desires. It was less about our own achieving. It was less about me, and it was more about our family. It was more about our church. It was more about the world. What kind of a difference could that make in the world around us?